What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com Brighteon.tv Rumble.com Slash MG Show won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go one, we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. Here we go. This is another episode of the MG Show. This is our sixth season. It's crazy. Thank you and welcome to the uh, MG Show right here on rumble.com slash MG Show. Uh, Red State Talk Radio, thank you very much. If you're live right now out and about, just use your spy device and say tune in to Red State Talk Radio and uh, you'll hear us live or just go to any one of our podcasts except for Spotify because apparently Media Matters and all that had uh, connections to Spotify to get us off there. But we're on every major uh, podcast platform and we're right here on rumble.com slash MG show where we've got our audience out here live. We've got Lincoln Logger, Kimma, Nicole, Alchemist Zach, hey Katie, Bonster, Artaja, Rush. You guys are awesome. Today, it's not going to be about politics today, guys. Uh, and let me welcome my partner in justice, Shady Groove. Shady, get in here. Let's do this. Because hello, this hello. Is- Wednesday, yeah. everybody. This is going to be about uh, something that 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 people are are really getting ramped up on right now. There's been a lot of uh, amazing people out there uh, protesting uh, Scientology, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And it is actually ramping up. And we've got one of the uh, one of the streamers out there that have been she's been doing an amazing job. Uh, Streets LA uh, was the guy that that I first ran into, and then there's uh, Jessa Jessica Palmadessa. Then there's Confident Chris. There's Chris without a Hellcat, uh, and there's many others as well, but those are the ones that I've kind of, and then Aaron, uh, growing up in Scientology, I've been looking at him as well, but they're really fighting back against these protesters. They do not like to be exposed. They do not like to have the light being shined on their darkness, in my opinion, Shady. So we're going to have a a non-political, because this is not about politics. This is about understanding what these people, these amazing patriots are doing uh, to help, uh, you know, realize that we need to take Scientology's 501c3 off 
we need to get it destroyed. It needs to take take off. And you know, th this is a big organization, Shady. Yeah, it's a very big organization, and a big hat tip to the people that are willing to go out and stand up and protest against this. I find it very encouraging and even inspirational to see the younger generation realizing what's actually going on, and then going out and making their voices heard. And then all of a sudden, guess what starts to happen? The establishment, the people in control, start to attack them, pushing back and. Uh, very interesting few stories that we have here today for you guys of what's going on out there. We're trying to make everybody aware. Yeah. And uh, amazing, amazing work being done out there in L.A. And then uh, there's uh, there's uh, Aaron out there in, in Clearwater at the headquarters out there. Uh, and breaking news today or last night, David Miscavige was actually served. We're going to talk about yep. that. The day that we have Jessica Palmadessa on, don't miss it. We'll be right back. Roll that beautiful boom footage. Oh, Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG Show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, babe. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. And welcome back to the MG Show where, you know, we are sponsored by MyPillow. Uh, call 1-800-873-0478 or use my, uh, go to MyPillow.com and use code MG Show. Now we got all that out of the way uh, and Shady Groove, come in here because I think we want to welcome Jessica Palmadessa. Come on in, Jessica. We Jess. absolutely do. Come on in, Jessica. Hello. <laughs> 
Hello. Here we Welcome. are. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So here we are. So uh, Jess, you know, you guys have been doing an amazing job out there, as we discussed in the opening, and we're very proud of you. You know, Shady and Matrix right here. I'm Matrix. That's Shady. Jeff and Shannon. We're very proud of you. I know our audience is also very proud of you as well, because we've been kind of covering a little bit of this on our show as well. But I wanted to really uh, introduce it because, you know, you've been doing this for three, three and a half months or so. And uh, I've been staying up late watching you guys because obviously you're on the West Coast. I'm, it's better than anything that's on TV right now. I, I'm telling you. Um, but I want to just kind of just take a step back and have you just introduce yourself and, and maybe, you know, how you became to coming out there and, and joining that protest. Or, and you're a big part of it. You're one of the OGs, I call you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm Jess Pamanessa. I was the second one that joined what's now like a group of people that are pretty much come out every night um it started with street la i had seen one of his videos um and i had heard a little bit i i knew a bit about scientology i knew they were crazy um but i didn't know everything that they do and then i had uh done one video going into their test center and uh that's when i had met angel you know the infamous angel um the security guard that's now been replaced many many times and he's we all know where probably at a different building um has been yeah. spotted a couple times but uh yeah so he had said lady gaga was part of the church people thought that clip was hilarious because he lied um so that uh, that video went viral so i started learning more and more because i like got into it uh about scientology and then here we are just and here uh, we are yeah, it's been like three months later <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it was, you know, around Christmas time, they had the Christmas tree out there and you guys were, you know, out there. They call them body routers, I believe. And you guys were out there trolling them. Uh, but since then, you know, they've they've quit, uh, you know, uh, recruiting at the L.A. Uh, center on Hollywood Boulevard. So now you guys are branching out, going to other buildings. But, you know, if you want, yeah. like, what, what was your favorite or most interesting time you know while you were trolling the body routers on hollywood boulevard well you know a couple cool stories do you have any good stories about that to get people up to speed uh there's oh my god there's been so many i would say uh maybe the kanye west one where i brought the fa uh the fake kanye west and pretended that he was interested in getting recruited because twilla like the, the one definitely believed it was the real kanye west so you could just see how excited she was in her face and that that was funny that was funny <laughs> That's good too. And you know, so, so you brought, I, I saw that the other day too, in your uh, shorts as well, the fake Kanye West. So good. So they thought it was the real Kanye West. So, so it's funny, like if you've been Twilla. following along, you know, you'll know that Twilla, she's uh, one of the Scientologists in there and, and, and uh, streets is like, Oh, Twilla, you know, <laughs> the guy's great. His he's got such a loud bolster, his voice. Uh, you start to understand Lurch. He's like a really tall Scientologist. Uh, you know, you start to understand, you know, who the different people she mentioned, uh, Angel. He was one of the security guards, uh, Sebastian. Everybody wants to free Sebastian. So they're actually kind of made stars, but people want them out of the cult. So I think it's kind of hilarious, but they've, they don't like the exposure, do they, Jess? No, no, they get punished for it. Uh, cause wow. they're not supposed to like get attention like that. So it's why like, so you kept seeing like, uh, some of the recruiters like dip out, like you wouldn't like see them in the same spot anymore. They would get like sent away to be like, I guess called like reprogrammed kind of, cause they're not supposed to like really show emotions, talk to outsiders, like anything like that. Um, so that's why Sebastian was kind of like, he disappeared after a while and nobody had seen him. And, uh, 
that happened with Angel too after Angel got into the little uh argument with you know uh Will straight to LA and um so yeah they're not really supposed to they definitely don't like the attention I don't think maybe maybe a little yeah. bit maybe Sebastian did I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah and it's interesting because they they get uh like they have to go to meetings and meet certain criteria and because the protesters and you guys were all out there they weren't meeting their criteria it was amazing watching you guys out there by the body routers they're saying there's a movie inside and you know because they're they're lying to you and it's a personality test but you guys are like it's a cult una secta you know and telling everybody yeah, yeah. that it's a cult and actually you know probably stopping a large percentage of people that actually went into the building. It was, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. They've been closed now for, I believe today is day 19 or day 20. I think day 20 that they shut the test center doors, have to open back up. So I think they're going to, I think within the next couple of weeks, they're going to try to reopen, which is going to be a bad mistake for them because I think they're, they're hoping that we just all got bored. Like, we'll get bored or something eventually by the time that they've reopened, which isn't going to happen. There's going to be, like we're all going to be out there like you know and it's a multiplier there's so much how how many do you think are out there uh at least toward the end of the the hollywood center there was quite like 20 30 40 people i mean it was starting to grow there was days like after like aaron got out of uh um you know after he got out of jail or whatever and everything there was like literally like 100 people like outside that test center like just like yeah it grew a lot from you know the one person that started to now. So I'm going to play uh, a quick video of you and the Scientologist Fit Check. Check this out, guys. Scientologist Fit Check. So we're going to start off with a trench coat and a sack <laughs> of papers in your hand that says free personality test. The most unintimidating guys get a jacket that says security and a fake phone to use as decoration. Because as we know, Scientologists are not allowed to have actual phones. Next, we're going to throw on our shoes that are one size fits all. Perfect for tripping. And a vest that's as tight as humanly possible to really show off our figures. Outfit inspiration comes from a mix between a bellhop and a waiter. All clothes are extra baggy to make sure that we're comfortable during our 14-hour shift. And let's just take a moment to appreciate how hard Twilla's going with this broom right now. Now, if you're over 8 feet tall, like our friend Lurch, you get a special scarf to wear, even though it's Los Angeles and it's not cold outside. And, oh, there's Angel back on his decoration phone. Pocket copping it, washing it, about to go and get some compliments, passing up on those moccasins, someone else has been walking in by me and grungy game, I am stunting and flossing and saving my money, and I'm hella happy, that's a bargain, I'ma take your grandpa style, I'ma take your grandpa style, no for Science. So good. I mean, that kind of stuff right there humiliates them, you're doing it with humor, and humor is a great way you know, to, to just kind of throw it back in their face, if you will, you know, so I, and you know, the, the you guys on TikTok, make such good videos <laughs> they're in trouble Jess. <laughs> i think they i think they've come to realize that they're getting they're getting a bit nervous yeah uh, by the way guys in rumble i did drop that video go ahead and tell them the mg show go ahead and tweet it out that's just that's on twitter right there uh go ahead and uh you know tell them that that we sent you tell her that we sent you and go ahead and give her a follow it's at jess j-e-s-s p-a-l-m-a-d-e-s-s-a palmadessa on Twitter at Jess Palmadessa. Also, real quick, uh, this is her YouTube at Jess Palmadessa. Same on YouTube. She's got thirty six point four followers. Let's grow that. Let's grow that number right there. Uh, and uh, last night, uh, she actually had a really good interview with uh, Tori Christman, who is Magoo. She left Scientology thirty years ago, and she is uh, quite a firecracker. And uh, that was a that was a very good interview. Uh, she, you can look her up on on Wikipedia. Uh, she was quite the you know 
quite brave for for getting out of there. That was a great interview, Jess. Thank you. That was good. She had she actually got out. She didn't get out thirty years ago. She um got out in two thousand, but she was in Scientology for thirty years. Okay, she wow. Was in for thirty, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty high up there too. You know, she was in OSA and. Uh, all that other stuff it looked like. So just, yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. So now we got, let, let's uh, kind of, you know, bring it to, so we had that uh, pit bull guy. Let's just go back to the pit bull guy that came out and uh, bit uh, streets LA and also might've bit uh, and uh, damaged the bomber jacket of uh, uh, Chris without a Hellcat. Uh, and then Insane. that same guy. Yeah. So that's, th th they didn't arrest him. Uh, and then that same guy came out again and brandished a uh, baton and they didn't arrest him. And then that same guy, when Aaron uh, from Clearwater, uh, he was growing up in Scientology, growing up in SCN. Uh, he's on YouTube and Twitter as well. He came to uh, meet with what, what they're calling the squirrel squad. So the, the squirrel squad is, you know, the Scientologist sent out an email, called them the squirrel squad. So what do you do? You embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> which is the worst thing uh, in the best yeah, way. Uh, it's great. So then they, that same guy with the pit bull attacked Aaron, hit him in the head. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, then they had, uh, what was it, Jess? They had the police officers, and then one of the police officers came out of nowhere, and uh, Tal Talman, uh, and he's actually a Scientologist, and, and took control of it, where he's only supposed to be training officers, and he took control of the situation uh, over the sergeant. So there's something weird going on within the LAPD uh, as well, protecting oh, Scientology. 100%. Um, yeah, and then they ended up uh, saying that if Aaron wanted to press charges on the guy, like get yeah, like a PPA or whatever it is, even though he was literally punched in the head and didn't do anything, like back, that uh, they would have to like arrest him too. So that's what happened. And then, yeah, just crazy. It's almost like they, they tried to, you know, uh, say, okay, we're, we'll, we're not going to arrest him unless we arrest you. Mm -hmm. And he stood his ground. And uh, actually, it was interesting. Uh, the group went over to the police station, which was amazing. And then you see Talman up on the roof peeking out. <laughs> and uh, but what they did to Aaron is they had him, you know, cuffed behind the back for most of the time. They moved him into a bathroom. Four hours he was in there, and they actually did read him the Miranda rights, but the Miranda rights were actually interrupted. Uh, and and it, very interesting uh, what they're doing. And, and now it looks like their new tact is to try to make, make you individual streamers, because you guys are individual. You're not part of a gang, are you, Jess? <laughs> no, they would, like, they would like to try and say that, though, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these are all individuals, okay? And in America, we are individuals and we have our individual rights. And Jess is using her individual rights and, you know, Streets LA is very good. Uh, he's filming the Streets LA. He used to film the police officers to make sure that people weren't uh, having their rights abused. So he's very uh, educated on the rights of people like Jess and people that want to go out there and film. You're on a public street. You can film anybody. If a police officer says you can't film here, He's lying to you and you ask for a supervisor and the supervisor will tell that guy to stand down. So I, I really think it's uh, one of the coolest things, Jess, that I see is that, you know, we're learning and many people are learning about our rights uh, as Americans and, and our rights to film, our rights to protest. Uh, I think that's one of the, the, the most amazing things that are coming out of this as well, knowing your rights. Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot from Will too because like he... Like you said, he knows all this. Like, I feel like we would have either, you know, he's like told us a lot, like what we could, 
do and not do to like not get in trouble or like if the cops try to tell us we can't do something and like he knows for a fact we can like they know not really to mess with him too much because he knows he knows his, his stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that's well, amazing yeah. so and go ahead shady i was just going to say real quick you know the larger audience out there probably doesn't really understand this this connection this cohesion that's going on in uh, la in particular i know a number of other places but la in particular with the LAPD and their cooperation, seemingly what looks to be cooperation with uh, Scientology out there. And I think you guys are exposing a little bit of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And very well, by the way. So this is the uh, corrupt LAPD uh, police. This is a uh, arrest man who was assaulted. This is a short from uh, Jess Palmadessa. Check it out. Pitbull guy comes back and assaults Aaron. Corrupt LAPD arrests both people even though the assault was recorded and Aaron didn't retaliate. We waited for hours at the police station for him to head out. Squirrel Squad. <laughs> Finally out and no charges. Pitbull man stayed in jail. <laughs> that was great. And contact I Tallman, the guy right there. We're going to contact him. His email is 41183 at lapd.online. Email him all weekend. And you know, he's out. You still call the LAPD station right here. You keep calling him. You call Captain Hurricane. So that's uh, the, the, the gentleman speaking at the end. That, that streets LA. Uh, I actually called that night as well uh, as media asking for a statement. And the next day, they actually did release a statement on uh, the gentleman that was arrested and uh, that there were no charges for Aaron. Uh, pretty amazing the pressure that you guys put on him that night. Yeah, we figured if we stood out there, they might hurry up the process because they wanted to get rid of us because we were all sitting there like yelling at each like police car that like went in. They were like yelling at him about like their illegal tents if they didn't have a front license plate, like everything. So I, we figured if we stayed there, they would want to get rid of us and release him faster, which I don't know yeah. if it worked or not, but hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it might have. I mean, because there was pressure and, you know, they were worried about that. And, you know, what's happening now is, you know, what we're seeing, in my opinion, of course, this is my theory and opinion, that L.A. is working with Scientology. Uh, just this weekend, you guys were out protesting and they closed the street uh, and the sidewalks, but yet you could walk up and down the street and people could drive up and down the street. And they had, what, four or five officers there? And mm -hmm. they were all getting paid double time and overtime. And one was a detective. They're getting paid. Uh, so is this the way? I mean, this is probably the way they launder the money and get the favor of the LAPD because that was an easy cake assignment yeah i mean one of the cops literally told us the other day when we were at the hospital waiting for you know chris to get out after he was attacked confident chris um that they expediate or whatever it's called uh like any calls yeah. from the church so yeah they prioritize like, an ex yeah mm -hmm. which i mean no doubt wow. we all knew that but yeah yeah just hearing so hearing them saying it was like right yeah yeah and that's very amazing because uh i and somebody got that on film too by the way and you can see that yeah. uh film of them saying that the dispatch prioritizes uh scientology calls over everything else and you know oh, yeah. that's you know streets would know better than i but that means that the mayor 
you know, high up people give that orders to the emergency, you know, center. And then, you know, those orders are, are you know, uh, given. So there is some favor given to a, 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 an organization that pays no taxes, guys. Think about that. Right. They pay no taxes. Shady. Yeah, that that's exactly right. And you know, you have to you have to understand that dynamic. I think that's very very important that you that you bring that up because the, look how 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 in the world are they getting such favor if they are exempt from taxes? You see what I'm saying here? And then it, it seems to me like that they are uh, not only prioritizing the uh, Scientology people, but they are like acting as henchmen <laughs> for Scientology sometimes out there. And this goes back to even before. Some of the stuff you guys are exposing. I mean, you know, we we've been seeing these activities going on for a, for a minute in LA, and people making videos talking about being harassed. Uh, there's a couple of famous people that came out, but this is uh, the, over and over again the the uh, story about the LAPD cooperating with the Scientologists against the victims has played out many many times over the last couple of decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying Since to we see, started uh, this. Since we started this, I believe there's been 25 fake calls from Scientology um, towards us that we have a gun, that uh, one of us was going to burn down the building, that um, our tripod was a rifle, um, all these crazy calls. Not once has any of us ever got like, besides, you know, the Aaron situation, but that was, you know, false. Um, none of us have been like arrested or anything like that, but their people have. So it's like, and every single time um, the cops come like, right away within like a couple of minutes right to their rescue but if we call it'll take them like you know they'll be there in two hours that's right, right. uh and and you know i'm gonna go ahead and uh you know bring it to now because you know they're they're doing all the fake calls they thought that would try to stop you they they they're now doing they tried to put like uh copyright music like they're using lady gaga and all these other artists then they started using their own music. And so what happened with that, Jess? So they used their own music and what did they do after that? Yeah, so they realized that the copyright music, like copyright as in like it's gonna demonetize us. If on YouTube, a lot of people are streaming on TikTok, so it doesn't even matter. Um, they realized that nobody cared. So then there was an event in North Hollywood at their one building and it, there was like a bajillion of those Scientology people there. So they blasted the same their song it's called like flagacy or something it's the most terrible song i've ever heard in my life it's like one sentence they played it straight for like four hours and uh then they striked all of our channels which i mean isn't going to work for them like we appealed it we uh, they have like 10 days to decide if they're going to bring it to court or whatever um so mm -hmm. i hope they do because it'll be hilarious because i mean if they're going to waste their time but uh we'll see so yeah that's, that's their news. i'm still traumatized from that song Jess, I, 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 oh, I, 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 I don't even know. Are we all? <laughs> Literally. All right. And so that brings us to Confident Chris. Uh, you know, uh, he's been doing a great job along with you, Jessica, and you guys have the buddy system a little bit as well, which I do appreciate. You know, guys got to be careful out there. Uh, but he was out there alone or he might have had one other person out there at one time. But about 10 minutes before uh, he was assaulted, uh, there was um, uh, a call. And the police rolled up on him as well. And then he, uh, 10 minutes later, he was assaulted. And then um, apparently uh, cops rolled up three or four minutes after he was assaulted. He was using his flashlight, from what I understand, trying to flag cops down. They just rolled by and the ambulance didn't come until about 40 minutes after the assault is what I'm understanding. Um, yeah, but, you know, this looks like they're use, trying to use some really drastic tactics now. It's getting ugly. Uh, and, yeah. you know, uh, 
Again, everybody here on the MG show wants you guys to remain safe, you know, maybe get a body cam, maybe have, like, I think Aaron growing up in Scientology said, maybe we need to have a, a subculture, the streamers filming the streamers for safety, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, cause these guys, you know, there are a lot, th this is a big organization, uh, you know, back in the seventies, as you know, they took over, uh, they, they infiltrated the U S government with 5,000 agents. Uh, and it was a big to do. Uh, it was called Operation Snow White. You know, the, so these people have you know ties in every government, and I'm I'm thinking that it could be worldwide as well. So we are actually fighting a huge entity. You guys are fighting a huge entity, and uh, I got to tell you, I stand behind you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and look at uh, Confident Chris real quick. This is the video. This is uh, Confident Chris on uh, on. Um, uh, YouTube, Confident Chris, go ahead and subscribe to him as well. But this is, it was raining. Let me just double check and make sure this is the one I needed. Yeah, this is it, right right here. So yeah. he's probably muted because I don't know. Here it comes. Hi. Right. <laughs> what up? Damn, bro. I'm, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> oh, that's in the car. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a little bit further. Hang on one second. Damn. Let's go up here. So the cop rolls by. I got to get some sleep. I'll catch you up in the morning. Yeah, guys, shout out to everybody that... Um, there it is. My day to get arrested. What's up? Huh? Yeah? Hell yeah? Hell yeah? How you doing? Huh? Who's calling for me? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, what they say about me? Any good things? <laughs> Yeah, so what? Huh? But what I do though? Oh, okay. So you're a fan or no? Of me? <laughs> oh, yeah? I thought you were a fan. Yeah. Well, I, all I've been doing is walking around, not really doing much, so. Yeah, we're here like every day with it. So they should know me by now. They should get they should start getting used to this face too, so literally. So what is it? Yeah, I mean I encourage all LAPD to actually go in there and look at what we're doing because yeah. We're not doing none of that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we say I'm not. Yeah. And they're mad. You're calling uh, them duckies. Uh, they don't like. I just call them duckies. That's all I do. Duckies? It seems on the screen. It's funny. I don't know. It's just their nickname. That's all. Yeah. They've called me racist and stuff like things like that. So if anything, I got it better than them. Yeah. I have more manners than them, too. They, they're actually not willing to come out and have a conversation, but I am. So they're the weird ones, really. Just like we're doing right now, you know. So he's exercising yeah, his rights, guys, and so is everybody out there. Now, and what yeah, they yeah, said, they were sent to a wellness check, right, Jeff? Yeah, it's going to be great. They called like twenty-five. Subspec has a flashlight. Subspec has a moniker of confident cruise on this you. Is the call. Sub to Scientology as duckies. What the <laughs> hell, bro? That's the stupidest thing I've seen in my life. And Sussex, and he is going ducky hunting. 
<laughs> so they, you know, and I know, like ducky hunting is like just looking for them, right? Not actual hunting, which is probably how they took it, right? Because they're Scientologists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then literally about 10 minutes later, that's when Chris was assaulted. So it was a wellness check, guys. Uh, this is what's weird. You know, it's almost like they broadcast their moves. Uh, Jess, what what are your thoughts on all that? Well, I well, I 100% think, yeah, it was a planned, you know, thing or whatever. I don't think it was just a random robber that wanted to beat him up. If it was a robber, you know, they'd punch him one time, take the phone, maybe look for a wallet or something. Uh, they didn't try to take a wallet, nothing. And they wouldn't continue beating him up to the point that, you know, he had to get, you know, replace a tooth and get staples in his head. Um, so yeah. And they're, I mean, the Scientologists are known to do that. They've sent out like dozens of homeless people at this point to like, you know, come after us. So it's really yeah. not surprising. That's why, that's why I showed the gentleman with the pit bull, right? Uh, the guy with the pit bull, uh, it looks like they did the same with this guy. Um, maybe paid him a few bucks or what have you. And to harass you guys, uh, it, it's like, we're kind of showing a pattern now. And that's just what I'm trying to, trying to do. Now there's been a lot of flat tires too, Jess. I mean, what are the odds of what eight flat tires on the podcasters? I mean, how many do we know? Um, last I knew it was five. It's probably more by now. You're probably right with eight. Um, uh, mine haven't been slashed yet. Uh, cause I purposely parked my car directly in front, like of the building. All oh, they, the rest of them, for some reason, they would park their car kind of like around the corner, or, like a street over or something. Cause they thought that it would like be safer, but I was the only one. I was like, no, I'm going to park it directly in front of their building. I don't even care if it's a legal parking spot or not. Like I'd rather pay a ticket than, and be able to see my car the entire time than have someone, you know, slash my tires or whatever. But yeah, Good that's a. So what are the odds of, uh, you know, several podcasters getting their tires slashed? What do you think the odds are, guys? Let's let's say that it's five, right? Five out of like, you know, 20, maybe, uh, Jess, to, you know, that that's a big percentage. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah. you know, oh, you ran over a nail. You can tell if a tire slashed. Like, mm-hmm. if a tire slashed, right. it's, you could tell. So. So. So you, you went to the hospital. Uh, I'm not going to show the, the because literally it's kind of hard to watch, right? It's gross. Mm-hmm. But literally 10 minutes later, guys, Chris was assaulted. I wish he had his phone turned around on the guy, you know, but he was looking at him, you know, he didn't think that. It, so it, the guy did not look homeless from what, from what I'm understanding. And that's why Chris might have been kind of with his guard down a little bit. I, I don't know. What, what, are, what, are, what is he thinking? Uh, Does yeah, he remember so Chris that? Yeah, so he doesn't remember after the first hit, but he said that the guy did not, you couldn't see his face. He had his uh, hoodie up and like pulled tight. So like only like, you know, like a little circle of his face was showing. But um, he said that he did not like appear homeless. Like he was, you know, like clean. So, yeah. And he, and, he was uh, pretty You said that he had sti- uh, staples in the back of his head. His eye was very swollen and he lost a tooth. Yeah, his his face was pretty messed up. Oh my God! Well, yeah. Send him our regards. Yes, he is. He is. He got out three thirty a.m. that night. So that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah he, he is out. But I mean, I just want him to get the rest because uh, uh, a lot of people are thinking that, like, maybe the Scientologists are thinking, "Oh well, we're, we stopped him." Do you think that stopped Chris? Well, that's exactly. That's a, no, no, no. If anything, it made him like matter. I was talking to him last night, and he was like, "People are asking me, like, oh, are you going to keep going back out there?" He's like, "I would have gone back out there the next day if it wasn't downpouring." Like, he's like, "No," <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely what they thought. They thought like 
oh, we're going to scare them off by sending these people out to, you know, do stuff to them. Well, I think so, it's, it's, it's definitely a good idea for you guys. And, you know, and what you're doing, if, or if you're doing it is to stay together and to have someone Burks. with each other, because, because you guys have to realize that, that the, you know, they're investigating you, you all right now, they're looking into your, you guys. And so they're looking to find an opportunity where they you know, can get one of you alone. So sticking to the buddy system in uh, doing your protest at minimum is a, is a great idea. And I encourage, you know, you guys to kind of create a little bit of an organization around that so that you can uh, protect each other and multiple people having a device will deter them a little bit more from maybe another instance like happened with uh, Chris. I think that they kind of saw that it was raining and took advantage of that. And uh, he was a little bit isolated out there. Yeah, because yeah, normally there is more than just, you know, one person. It's like normally at least like two, three, whatever. But it was downpouring. I know Chris asked me if I wanted to go out or whatever um, with him. And I was like, nah, like, I I'm going to like not wander around right now because it was like torrential downpours, you know. And uh, he was like, all right, I'm going to go. And I was like, I literally told him, I was like, don't go by yourself. He's like, no, Danny's going to be there. Um, that's another guy that started coming and he was there, but then, you know, Chris, he left and then Chris was wandering for a little bit, walked back to his car and then that happened. Wow. wow. So they were watching. Oh, so you know, we I know, we know that they watch the streams. Oh yeah. Uh, last night, uh, uh, Hellcat, Chris without a Hellcat was out there using a, <laughs> at the, at, I think it was the celebrity center or I'm not sure. Uh, but it, it he uh, was the, using a little building. A building. Yeah, he was using a uh, telescope, and they were looking right at him. They they are watching the streams, guys, and they are calling the cops. Uh, they're calling the cops for you know a pipe bomb at one time, uh, and the cops had to go in there and waste all their resources to with an organization that doesn't pay taxes. So I think you know the biggest thing takeaway from the protesting and what the protesters want, and I know this is streets, and I know you probably agree as well, Jess, is to get rid of their 501c classification with the IRS. I mean, that that's what needs to happen. 100%. Yeah, I made a petition for that, too. I made a petition okay, on uh, change.org or whatever that uh, people could sign, and yeah, it's to revoke their tax exempt status. Okay, excellent. I will share that link out as well. Um, also, guys, you know, when you're watching these these guys out there, please, you know, try to give them a little bit of a tip of some sort. I, I've been, you know, I've tipped you a few times, Jess, because I really appreciate the work. It's like, you know, if you're, you know, watching this, you, you're going to get hooked on it. I'm, I'd stay up late all the time watching you guys out there, Jess. Um, but you know, give them, you know, five bucks, ten bucks. Just throw them something. It's better than, it's cheaper than going to a movie. And I'm going to tell you that it's actually better than anything that's on TV right now, Jess. You guys are uh, fantastic. And I want to let you know that I loved the for sale sign by Zenu. For, for sale by owner. <laughs> Call Zenu. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my yeah. favorite. My favorite part of it was hearing it on the scanner, them saying, uh, <laughs> you know, girl, whatever, oh, threatening to put up for sale signs. I was like, I didn't threaten. I put it up. It's here. I was, like, I was waiting for the cops to come. They, yeah, they didn't come. I was like, and if they came, I was just going to say, we're selling the buckets. Like, selling the buckets. we're selling the buckets that was holding the thing. What are you talking about? It wasn't on the property. It's a male and female scene. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Best troll. And you also recently made an e-meter as well. And uh, that was hilarious, as, you know, because mocking them is going to expose them even further, guys. But this is, a, you know, you guys are, are very creative uh, and I love it. And the humor and, you know, the way that you are coming at it is really 
shining a light on them and they are not happy. So uh, again, I applaud you. I mean, <laughs> this is amazing. Thank I you. think you guys are doing a great job. Uh, I've, I've wanted to get um, Streets on here as well. You know, Chris is all, you let them know that they're welcome to come on our show as well. Oh, uh, we're going to start doing you know, little like uh, sections in our show to highlight what you guys are doing as well. And uh, I just, you know, I just want to thank you for doing everything that you're doing um, because you believe in, in this. And, you know, I like the way that, you know, they, they come at you, like when the body routers, they come at you and they say, there's a movie inside and they get you inside. The they're not telling you that you're joining, you know, a, a cult. They're, they're, they're lying to you on the, if they said, Hey, you want to join Scientology out there? It wouldn't be so bad. Instead, they're lying to you about watch a movie, buy a book. You know, they get you in there and they pressure you buy the book, buy the book, buy the book. I mean, if they were doing it on, you know, more honest pretenses, uh, I think it would be a little more acceptable, right? I mean, that's kind of like streets' 100%. angle. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. No, they tell people it's a bookstore. They tell people it's a free movie. They do all the, like, you know, the little winter wonderland thing to try to get people in. And then, you know, they're like, hey, take a picture with Santa. And then they bring them in a, through the back and try to sell them a book for two hours. I mean... So like if they, yeah, if they were being honest and they're like, oh, we're part of Scientology, but they don't say that. They literally, they don't even light up where it says Scientology on the building. So it's like, they literally well, yeah. keep the lights off on purpose. And another thing is, you know, that they're, they're very uh, focused on the younger generations, uh, uh, you know, my, our generation and a little bit younger than us kind of had a, uh, a bad taste in our mouth from the beginning of Scientology. But a lot of the younger people out there don't really understand the history of it and especially the people in LA. So, you know, they think that, you know, they're out there on the street, they could just bring this kid in a younger person who doesn't really have any understanding of anything. And then, you know, with it, 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 it takes a lot less time to get somebody sucked in than most people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, and they, they do a lot of money. Uh, they get, they take a lot of money to get all the way up in those OT eights and all that stuff. You're in a, you're in millions of dollars guys. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cult. Uh, so check it's this true. out. This is a quick from uh, for sale by owner Zenu. You're going to come out at some point. This is the funniest thing in my life. Oh my god, I was laughing so hard, Jeff. <laughs> I was too, bro. <laughs> we did. You see that? You want to buy Zeno? Yeah, it's for sale now. Buy Zeno. <laughs> look, you can see the guy in the door. He's not happy. <laughs> I hate on Oh my god. Hey, do you guys want to bid on it? I'm selling. Everything has yeah. a price, guys. I'm trying to get the best bidder here. It's for sale by Zeno. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm helping them out. I'm helping them sell it. Yeah, so. So doing. you shut it down and you're helping them sell it. Just what a classic troll. We do a little trolling. We love the trolling. I got to tell you to keep it up, sure, man. Well, that was so good. She's trying to be the <laughs> real estate good. agent. She's, 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 she's what's, what's going on? So good. <laughs> All right, Jess, anything that you want to wrap up with? Like, you know, do you have any future plans? I saw that you had a tweet about possibly getting a, uh, uh, getting the LAPD to guard you guys. I mean, do you have, do you have a plan? I mean, anything that you want to share? So the other night, a couple of nights ago when it was raining, um, I don't know if you saw that, but you know, they had LAPD guarding L. Ron Hubbard way, which is like their, um, the road that they think that they claim in the middle of the blue building and like the houses that they own and it's it's actually a public street but they always try to pretend that they claim it and they'll always have like they'll always say like oh it's a permit you can't walk in here and like whatever they pretend they own it um they don't but yeah so my plan what i want to do i just think it would be funny to get a permit for that street and then have like 
hire off-duty LAPD to guard it and then be like, not let any of the Scientologists walk on the street for the day and just take it over. That would be funny. Oh my so, God, yeah, that would be great. I'm doing that. <laughs> Let, let's see if we can get that. Uh, also, uh, just uh, where can people like help you? Do you have like a link tree or anything like that that you want to give out? Um, I do. I think it's I think it's like linked on my Instagram. Uh, it, pretty much. So I'm on uh, YouTube at Jessica Pomodessa, Instagram at Jessica Pomodessa. Uh, TikTok was my main platform. Currently taken down. Um, right now, but I'm working on it. But uh, yeah. In one of those, a link tree somewhere. Okay, got it. And, you know, help her out, guys. If you guys uh, are out tonight, I'm sure she'll be out tonight. Uh, if you're watching her on the stream, you just throw her a couple bucks as well. I know YouTube takes 30 or more percent, but hey, wood shavings make a wood pile, I tell you. And Jess, I think you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you for coming here on the MG Show today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right, guys. All right. So, Jess, we'll have you back hopefully soon. Stay safe out there. Shady, you want to say goodbye to Jess as well? Wow. What a great I, I, interview. I would, thank yeah, you. I would, yeah, I would nice just like to say hey, it was great to meet you, and thank you for getting up early and coming here and sharing your experiences with our audience. Like I said, we are – uh, you know, we, we are really uh, in a in an interesting situation here where too many Americans are very complacent and sit around and don't really engage. And I love to see the engagement from the younger generation out there. Keep up the great work. You guys are doing awesome. Making us proud. Appreciate it. We will. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. All right. Give the guy Have a good all the squirrels. Tell all the squirrels that we said hello and thank you. And they're all oh, welcome. Squirrel. I will for sure. I will for <laughs> sure. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Jess. You too. Bye-bye. Wow. So this wow. is the, the, the goal, guys. This is a great awakening. And we see the younger generation out there, like Jessica, out there doing what, you know, understanding her rights. You know, they're, they're starting to learn their rights. They're starting to understand this is part of the great awakening. And, you know, we would love to welcome more younger people into our platform as well. And I think this is how we do it. And, you know, we, we figure out what we don't like. And when you're talking to people in general, Shady, uh, you know, in your real life, what is that person's hot button? Is it child trafficking? Is it Scientology? Is it, the, you know, ending a cult, right? Is it, you know, uh, the presidential election? Is it this? Is it that? Is it vote fraud? Is it find out what that person is actually, you know, uh, involved in? And, you know, we can join together and fight with each other. We don't all have to agree with one another, but I think everybody out there is fighting for the right thing out there shady groove and 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 this can only grow possibly even into you know more uh protests and whatnot and enlightenment if you will or you know you know what i'm saying shady yeah well i mean you know it's create number one it's creating the conversation right i mean you know we can't really get anywhere until we start creating the conversation and the last thing in the world that a scientology wants us to be doing is talking about them because there is a lot to talk about and it is very not good the further in that you dig not to mention the way that they treat people, the way that people come out of the cult and then they're completely disoriented in society because they've been involved in it in so long, but as well as the connection to the government and the IRS and this tax-exempt status and how they got that tax-exempt status. And then, you know, dovetailing that a little bit with the attacks on us and this show really do uh, kind of parallel of the you tactics really of Scientology the further we've dug in, the more and more you're starting to see these tactics being used. And so I hope that they inspire a whole horde of people down there in, in Southern California to recognize that not only is this a cult 
and that they're doing these things, but also that they are, um, you know, that they are a phony and a fake because they are utilizing an exemption that they didn't deserve. It was a manipulated exemption. That's the way that they got the exemption. And uh, the government infiltration has to do with how they got that exemption. Yeah, yes, it does. Uh, we got some uh, for true freedom. Love it. Just follow Jessica. Great job uh, at Jess Palmadessa on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and follow her over there. Go over to YouTube. They'll be on tonight, uh, usually about 10 p.m. Eastern time, our time uh, or or 11. It's late. Uh, but I got to tell you, uh, it's better than anything that's on TV right now. Uh, and it's interesting to watch these kids work and how dedicated they are. They're out there every night, Shady. And they're using their creativity, right? I mean, you know, it's like, you know, we kind of look look down on the younger generation just a little bit because they're a little plain. They keep their noses in their phones and they don't really make a lot of, uh, they, they don't really make a lot of noise. But now we're actually seeing them make some noise. And this is exactly what we want to encourage. And we, you know, and, and it's not just about Scientology either. It's about whatever it is. Jeff was talking about, you know, finding whatever someone is passionate about. That's what we all should be doing. We should all be mm-hmm. encouraging each other to further explore what they care about, your passion from within is going to explain to you what you actually care about and you should identify that and understand it. And it's really great to see that, you know, like, like I said at the beginning, it, I think that they're going to inspire a whole nother layer of the younger generations to recognize Scientology, but that will lead them into all of this stuff that we're talking about and the political background and the mess that the, the world is in and, you know, yeah. the order the world is being ordered in that's right that's right i i love it and uh real quick too i just want to uh, i do want to uh, pu- publish this as well uh this is confident chris uh link tr.ee slash confident chris 912 uh if you do want to give him uh you know a little donation as well uh feel free i didn't want to do it you know while jessica because this show is about jessica not chris right um, but he did take quite a while up, guys, and uh, he, had, he had to buy a new phone and other and other things like that. So that's uh, that's confident, Chris, right there. If you do want to help him, if you don't, that's okay too. Prayers are good as well. Um, but I just want to let you guys know that these guys are putting you know their lives on the line at this point. You know, uh, well, with Scientology, shady. Yeah, and they're also you know that a lot of people don't realize the, the way that Scientologists recruit. You know, the, the the Scientologists don't necessarily like recruit like word of mouth, like friend to friend, person to person. They're out there actively on the streets trying to to suck people in to to their organization. And so these guys, to some degree, are curtailing their ability to recruit by being present within the you know the general population of people walking back and forth on the street. They're kind of giving a layer of protection to those people who could, you know, I mean, really, they just stand there and they wait for somebody to walk by and then they approach them, you know, like they're the Hare Krishna or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of weird. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it uh, in 2005, I believe it was, uh, out of the closet episode, probably one of uh, South Park's most uh, infamous episodes. We're going to talk about that. And it was talking about, guess what it was talking about, Shady Groove? <laughs> what, what, uh, the, what else? Oh, the Scientology. Okay. Scientology. Yeah. Yeah, I put you on the spot. I tried to give you enough hint. <laughs> Out of the closet, you came, you came sideways. I mean, I, I was thinking uh, Tom Cruise <laughs> in the closet. That's all I can come up with. Coming sideways, Shady Groove. I'm coming in sideways. <laughs> and got, coming in hot on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, uh, Redmond says, "Amen." Now we all speak up for each other. That's right. Um, yes. 
you know, so now people are going to say, is she the leopard print bikini top? Yes, she is. Uh, remember, guys, they're they're a di from a different generation, guys, uh, than we are. And we need to understand that. And, um, you know, she's doing an amazing work. And, you know, we all had to learn as well in our 20s. Uh, I, I was not awake in my 20s. Uh, Jess was much more awake than I was in my 20s, Shady. There was no internet in my 20s. Thank God for that. I'm telling you, dude, it's a miracle. <laughs> oh. Thank God for that, guys, that there is no internet in our planet. I'm going to tell you that right now. Woo, doggy. <laughs> you guys are awesome. When it comes to politics, Gen X uh, was the laziest ever. Uh, the Gen X adults will save this country. Gen Z, Gen X, Gen X adults. Will, we're all going to save it together. You know, uh, you know we're all going to do it. And, you know, we need to unite with common ground folks common ground is where we unite will we agree on everything shady nope but we will unite on common ground and making this country the best ever is common ground i mean do you not want to be able to afford your groceries do you not want to be able to you know uh put your put gas in your car for a dollar 87 again you know i mean i think we all do I think we all can agree on a lot of that stuff uh but it's it's an awakening guys it's the great awakening and welcome to it and with that shady groove that was an hour one yeah wow holy crap that was yeah. wednesday all right over. see you see you in the pops people <laughs> see you later hour number two of the matrix groove show live on red state talk radio coming right up after these words in the matrix with three axes Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. 
I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There is no such thing as a bad investment. There is only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Be 
reach out your hand and follow me. I have the code, the code to the key, the key to the secret, the secret of space. It's neurotology. Religion and science intertwined. Aliens live inside of our minds. A billion year contract we have signed. It all makes sense to me. We'll always believe this. We are invested, invested together. We're in this forever, never to leave it until our last breath. We are here, our path is clear. We are finally free with neurotology. Gorgeous religion, old and true, started in 1982. Our Father brings us endless life, cause he can never die. Our brain machines can fix our minds, our brain machines can save mankind. Each brain machine costs 20 grand, and that is fair and fine. We, we are the children, the children of me, for the science is there. We, we are a family, joined by the knowledge, the knowledge we share. We are light, we are life, we are Missing, missing. Florida uh, Mama, how in the desert as a woman. <laughs> Black male gay actors. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. So that was an old uh, SNL uh, clip. Uh, I'm not when sure SNL when it was. was funny. Yeah, when they were funny. That's right. Um, <laughs> wow. So uh, I want to go. You know, and you know th these people. So you know, we we all know. Uh, you know, uh, us. You know, people out here in the real world know that you know Alistair Crowley was a good friend of L. Ron Hubbard, but appears that they don't even care about this. You know, he studied occult black magic with the CK. He even admitted at one point he might have been the Antichrist. But the Scientologists are so brainwashed they don't believe or even care about that kind of thing. Um, but you know, we do, Shady. <laughs> Yeah, because they read the book, and the book brainwashes you right out of it. I mean, essentially, it brainwashes you from being able to question a number of different things, but you can kind of tell that from their belief system. Yeah. I want to bring in uh, this guy right here. Uh, let me just uh, double check. This is uh, this is Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, they call him. Uh, and uh, he actually uh, shows you about, he, he kind of, he's actually grew up in Scientology, guys. Uh, and he uh, gives his reaction with his knowledge of Scientology. 
uh, uh, the, to the South Park video. I think it's well worth watching uh, because, it, it, you know, it, this is what they actually believe. And he shows you what they actually believe and, and how they, you know, um, what they might have skewed a little bit. But all in all, it's pretty amazing uh, how South Park nailed it. The episode was called Trapped in a Closet, okay? A-A-Ron, and, uh, where is A-A-Ron? Where is A-A-Ron? Let's get him in here right now. I hope he doesn't mind me, um, you know, pumping him. He's uh, growing up in SCN, uh, growing up in Scientology. If you just put that in, uh, in Google, you will find him. But let's watch a little bit of this Shady Groove. It's pretty good. All right. Here we go. Ron right now. Hey, hey, Ron here. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome back to the channel. Today, we are reacting to South Park's Scientology Trapped in the Closet episode. I've been wanting to do this forever. I don't know why it took me so long, but today we're going to do it. And if you're watching this video on Wednesday, September 28th, it means everything uh, went off without a hitch. And if you're not, it means I got uh, content. I got a content strike by either Comedy Central or HBO Max and it can take up to a month to get those resolved. So I guess we'll see how it goes. For those new viewers, I was I was essentially born and raised in Scientology. I was four years old when my mom got involved. So from the age of four to 34, I was uh, in Scientology. And you can also see my story of growing up in Scientology and leaving Scientology on Netflix, on the show Scientology and the Aftermath. On Netflix specifically, my episode is season one, episode seven. On other platforms, it's season one, episode six. I don't know why Netflix changed the order, but they did. So I, I am what you might call an expert on the subject of Scientology. Uh, and also, by the way, I'm now the vice president of the Aftermath Foundation. Uh, we help people who are escaping from Scientology, escaping from the C organization, helping them restart their lives from scratch. So let's jump right into the episode. These guys got so many things right. Let me show you just how right they got so many things. And I'll also comment on some of the things that they didn't get right, probably intentionally. So I think the things that they altered were, were altered for comedy. But uh, let's take a look. Hello. Would you like to take a personality test? It's fun and it's free. Excuse me? We're doing free personality tests today. Uh, what do I have to do? Have you heard of Scientology? It's all based on the book Dianetics. A lot of really cool people are Scientologists, like Tom Cruise and John Travolta. Why don't you come on in and we'll get your fun free personality test started. Let's just find an empty room here. Lots of people getting free tests today. Hey, Brian. Hey, Kelly. How's it going? Great. I want you to meet my new friend, Stan. Hey there. How are you? Fine. Brian's going to give you your personality test and then let you know some things about Scientology. Good times. Good times. Look, is this a religion? Because my family is like Catholic or something. Oh, that's not a problem at all. Scientology is more of an alternative to psychology than a religion. Then how come that sign says Church of Scientology? Oh, that's just this thing. What's the Denver Broncos record now? Six and two? Seven and two. <laughs> wow. All right, come on in and take a seat. We're going to have some fun. All right, now I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Just answer these questions as truthfully as you can, all right? Okay. Number one, do you ever make remarks which you later regret? Uh, sure. So these are actual questions on Scientology's personality test except in the real world, it's not something that's administered uh, verbally or with someone else. It's a written test. And the entire purpose of this test is just to use the results as a sales tool. So they're getting, I think we're gonna see that they get that part right. So anyway, they have the essence of this correct, even though it's not a verbal one. Uh-huh. Would you rather give orders than take them? Yeah. Do you ever whistle just for the fun of it? 
Okay, and finally, does life sometimes feel vague and confusing to you? Yes. Okay, Stan, well, that's it. That's the end of the personality test. So how'd I do? Yeah, I'm afraid that you are completely miserable and totally depressed. I am? I didn't know that. Well, there's certainly no question that you are a perfect candidate for Scientology. I think it can really make you happy again. Well, what do I do? It's very simple. We just need $240. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> how that goes. You do the test. The test is always interpreted or evaluated in a way that is designed to emphasize things you might be insecure about or whatever. And then it's the actual, the, the, the standard response to every item on the test evaluation, once they've uh, get, you know, said the thing to you and you've responded, as long as they've gotten you to agree in some way, they go, um, Scientology can help you with that. <laughs> and then they sell you an introductory course. What? Why? I don't know. Well, how long have you been feeling this? I need $240. $240? What'd you do? Break something? No, I found a self-help program that can cure me. Oh, Jesus. The answer is no, Stanley. Don't you care that I'm depressed? Well, if you really think your life is so bad, Stan, why don't you take what you have out of your bicycle savings? Well, but but that's my money. You want a bike or do you want to not be depressed? Michelle, our friend Stan wants to have auditing. Oh, good for you. You're going to be so happy. I hope so. It's the beginning of a whole new life for you, Stan. See you afterwards. Great. So do you have the $240? Perfect. We're on our way. Come on over here and I'll fill you in on how the Church of Scientology works. You see, Stan, Scientology was founded by a great man named L. Ron Hubbard. Mr. Hubbard discovered that negative emotions are actually caused by things called body thetans. Really? Yes, and being the genius that he... All right, so let me pause it here. The body thetans concept is something that's only introduced at OT3, which is one of the upper level confidential auditing levels in Scientology. The vast majority of Scientologists never actually even get to OT3. Now, Scientology does call uh, the spiritual being, Scientology believes that we're all immortal spiritual beings, and the word for this spiritual being is Thetan. But body Thetan is a very unique concept that's introduced at OT3 that you have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of sort of uh, sick, crazy spiritual beings, other Thetans stuck to your body or stuck to you as a Thetan, and that these crazy spiritual beings are the causes of anything that's wrong with you mentally, or physically, or emotionally. And until you get to OT3, science, you don't know that as a Scientologist that that is what L. Ron Hubbard says is wrong with all of us. So anyway, he, they, they get the information right about body Thetans, they just get it wrong that you would find out about it at the introductory levels was Mr. Hubbard invented a way to get rid of those bad thetans. This is called an e-meter. It's the main tool of Scientology. You just grab hold of these handles as I talk you through past experiences in your life. I'll be taking readings here and we'll be able to determine your thetan levels. Thetan levels. Okay, everything she said about how the e-meter is used there in Scientology auditing was accurate until she said that the e-meter measures Thetan levels. At this point, they're just kind of making things up, and I think it's probably for the purpose of comedy. So anyway, the, the language is just being misused, and um, I think it's probably intentional. Come on in the auditing room, and I'll show you how it works. All right, Stan, I want you to just relax and take hold of the e-meter handles. So this is... <laughs> they're actually called cans.
It's a funny thing. I don't know why they use the word handles. It would have been so much cooler if they said, uh, pick up the cans because Scientologists would have been like, oh shit, they're using the real language. They would never use the word handles. Just take a few deep breaths and I'll just get a base reading of your thetan levels. Huh, that's, that's strange. What? Something, something's wrong. Brian, could you come over here a second? Yeah. Oh, hey there, Greg. Stan, will you look at his thetan levels? Huh, well, we'll get another e-meter. This one's obviously broken. Sorry about this, Greg. Mike, I need to talk to you. Excuse me, sir. I'll be right back. Are you all right? You're sweating. Take a look at this. The e-meter results from the little boy in room D. This, this can't be right. We ran the test four times. We used four different e-meters. Fax these results to the head office in Los Angeles. The president has to see this right away. Go, now! <laughs> the boy is from a small mountain town in Colorado, sir. Sir, how can it be that a first-timer scores that kind of thetan level? He registered OT9. I'm only OT7 and I've been in the church all my life. I've waited 42 years for this day. Sir, <laughs> don't you all see what this means? There was only one person who ever registered OT9 in the history of our church. Oh, Ron Hubbard. Okay, so I have to jump in here. The, the aspect of this that they're getting right is that OT8 is the highest level that has been released and that is available for anyone in Scientology to do. And Scientologists do believe that before L. Ron Hubbard died, he finished researching and compiling at least OT9 through 15 and uh, uh, gifted those to management uh, for safekeeping until they were ready to be released to Scientologists. So therefore, it, it is accurate as Scientologists would say that the only person who would ever have done OT9 or 10 or above is L. Ron Hubbard. And the other thing they're sort of getting right is that the highest echelons of Scientology management were told that L. Ron Hubbard would be coming back about 21 years or so after he passed away. Now, what's crazy is that the rest of Scientology, Scientologists in the world, were not told that. In fact, my entire time growing up in Scientology, working for Scientology, I never expected L. Ron Hubbard to come back. In fact, it was my understanding that he specifically said that he wasn't. So it's weird, but, but we see they're even getting this part right, that there are people who thought he was coming back and that L. Ron Hubbard would be the only one to ever uh, have done OT9. The e-meter does not measure thetan levels. That's not a thing. I already said that earlier, but uh, just to repeat. But said he had lived past lives, that when he died, his thetan would show itself again. Our prophet has returned. Uh, Stanley, take the garbage out before you go to bed. Ah, stupid, dumb garbage. There he is! Thank you for returning. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. Hello, young man. I'm the head of Scientology. It is great honor to meet you. All right, what the hell is going on here? We've been looking for your son for a long time, Mr. Marsh. He is the reincarnation of our church's most sacred prophet. Oh my God, it's John Travolta. Is this where he lives? Is this where Ron Hubbard is? Oh my God. Yes, John Travolta and Tom Cruise are big Scientologists. Do you believe me now? Young man, I know you don't remember it, but your name was L. Ron Hubbard. You revealed a secret which began the whole Church of Scientology. 
Okay, Stan, it's late. Go up to your room and get ready for bed. Let mommy and daddy handle this. Jesus Christ. Elron? Elron! It really <laughs> is you! This is the greatest day of my life. Ah, uh, dude, I need to go to bed. Don't you understand, Elron? It's me, Tom Cruise. Yeah, I know who you are. Well, haven't I done well, Elron? Haven't you enjoyed my acting? Which film did you like best? You're not like as good as Leonardo DiCaprio, but you're okay, I guess. You're not Gene Hackman or that guy that played Napoleon Dynamite, but you're okay. I'm a failure in the eyes of the prophet. Ah! Hey! Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't... <laughs> Dad, Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. Mr. Cruise, come out of the closet. No. Come on, Mr. Cruise. This is ridiculous. I'm never coming out. What's going on? Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. Tom Cruise, this is Park County Police. Please come out of the closet. Everybody here just wants you to come out of the closet, Tom. Please understand, we just want what is best for your son. The reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard must be taken care of. Wasn't L. Ron Hubbard a science fiction writer? Yes, but he was also a prophet who knew the secret truth about the nature of life. This is just too much. We want to reveal to Stan the great secret of life behind our church, the safely guarded Scientology doctrine. All right, go ahead and tell him. Would you excuse us, please? This is highly classified church information. Oh, rats. You see, Stan, there is a reason for people feeling sad and depressed. An alien reason. It all began 75 million years ago. Back then, there was a galactic federation of planets, which was ruled over by the evil Lord Xenu. Xenu thought his galaxy was overpopulated, and so he rounded up countless aliens from all different planets, and then had those aliens frozen. The frozen alien bodies were loaded onto Xenu's galactic cruisers, which looked like DC-8s, except with rocket engines. The cruisers then took the frozen alien bodies to our planet, Earth, and dumped them into the volcanoes of Hawaii. The aliens were no longer frozen, they were dead. The souls of those aliens, however, lived on and all floated up towards the sky. Pops at the people. evil Lord Xenu had prepared for this. <laughs> Xenu didn't want their souls to return, and so he built giant soul catchers in the sky. The souls were taken to a huge soul brainwashing facility, which Xenu had also built on Earth. There, the souls were forced to watch days of brainwashing material, which tricked them into believing a false reality. Xenu then released the alien souls, which roamed the Earth aimlessly in a fog of confusion. At the dawn of man, the souls finally found bodies which they could grab onto. They attached themselves to all mankind, which still to this day causes all our fears, our confusions, and our problems. L. Ron Hubbard did an amazing thing telling the world this incredible truth. Now all we're asking you to do is pick up where he left off. But I don't know any of this stuff. Neither did L. Ron when he started. He said he just closed his eyes and wrote down whatever came to mind. You can do the same. Just let it flow. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> right in my room, but Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. I know. We've sent Nicole Kidman up there to see if she can help. <laughs> So that is remarkably accurate. Uh, that statement about L. Ron Hubbard saying he just closed his eyes and writes everything down, that's not something Scientologists believe about L. Ron Hubbard. Scientologists actually believe uh, because Hubbard claimed that everything he wrote was the result of exhaustive and comprehensive uh, scientific-like research. 
Tom, it's Nicole. It's time for you to come out of the closet. I'm not going to think any differently of you. Katie's not going to think any differently of you. You don't need to be in that closet anymore, Tom. Come out of the closet, Tom. You're not fooling anyone. Tom! Hey, Tom, it's John Travolta. Tom, you gotta come out of the closet. Oh, my God. Okay, it's like, if you don't come out, can I at least come in and talk to you? Okay, but no tricks. Tom, it now appears that John Travolta is also in the closet, and he refuses to come out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is great, Stan. I wrote that, um... Our followers shouldn't fly in DC-8s anymore because they're too much like Zeno's evil cruisers. Yes, of course. So wonderful. And I wrote that the evil Lord Zeno has recently broken out of galactic jail. Yes, of course. And best of all, I wrote that all the Scientologists should no longer have to pay money to belong. What? I, I realized that to really be a church, we can't charge people for help. What are you, stupid? Then how do we make money from those people? <laughs> it's not about the money, it's about the message, right? Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, you don't actually believe this crap, do you? Dummy, brainwashed alien souls, E-meters and Thetan levels? Those people out there buy that crap, but I thought you were smart enough to see what was really going on. But you said that there was- What's better than telling people a stupid story and having them believe you? Having them pay you for it, stupid! But then, why me? Why do you need me to write something so badly? Because if those people all think you're the reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard, then they'll all buy your new writings, and you and I together will make three million dollars. Three million dollars? That's how a scam works. But this is a scam on a global scale. Do you fucking get me now? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Then keep writing, L. Ron. Your people are waiting. My fellow Scientologists. Our prophet has finished his new doctrine and will now read some passages before making it available to you all for a nominal fee. I give you the reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, thanks. So first of all, I've written that the brainwashed alien ghosts are actually from a galaxy called Nubunan. Oh, oh Lubanon. And, uh, uh... I... I can't do this. Oh, what? Look, everybody, we're all looking for answers, you know? We all want to understand who we are and where we come from, but... Sometimes we want to know the answers so badly that we believe just about anything. Huh? What? I'm not the reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard, and Scientology is just a big, fat, global scam. Oh, we are gonna sue you! What? Yeah, you think you can say our religion is a lie? We'll sue you, buddy! You told me it was a lie! Oh, now you're putting words in my mouth! You are so sued! You can't make fun of Scientology, kid! We are gonna sue your ass and your balls! Yeah! That's right! How dare you mock our faith, you little punk! You'll be hearing from our lawyers tomorrow! We've just had an incredible development here, Mitch. Tom Cruise, John Travolta, and R. Kelly have all come out of the closet. So you're not the prophet, huh? You made me look stupid. I'm gonna sue you too. Well, fine. Go ahead and sue me. I will. I'll sue you in England. You are so sued, kid. Well, go on then. Sue me. We're going to. Okay, good. Do it. I'm not scared of you. Sue me. Oh, it's such a masterful job of trolling Scientology. This episode of South Park was a huge deal.
within Scientology. This was the first time that the confidential material was put out into popular culture in this way. It's not the first time that the OT level material had been leaked publicly. It's not even the first time that the media uh, put it out into the world. It's the first time it was put out in this way uh, into pop culture. And even though Scientology uh, used legal threats to try to get this episode pulled in the first place, to try to prevent it from re-airing, Scientology never actually filed any lawsuits. And I did a video recently explaining why Scientology can't actually sue people anymore. And they didn't sue Comedy Central. They didn't sue Trey Parker. You're so sued. <laughs> but that's what they used to do. Yeah. Oh, sue you. Somebody, somebody said, I think it was Kim, I said, how do the people actually believe this? So what they do is they don't tell you any of this until you've given them thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. They go, everybody that goes in there is depressed. Okay. You take your personality test and no matter what you're low IQ and you you're depressed. That's, that's basically their reading and Scientology can help you. Then you buy the book, then you go to some classes, then you, then, you know, OT3 is when you start learning about this crazy stuff, Xenu. And that's why a lot of people are like, this is the secret, like uh Remini shady group. She's like, this is the secret. This is BS. I spent, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and this is the secret. So what they do is they, you know, use your good nature and they, you know, they, they form your, your opinions in your mind and they, you know, and it's, it's crazy shady. Yeah, it, it is. And another thing that, um, you know, that you don't find all this stuff out until after is that you've given them the information they need to blackmail you. Part of the psychology mm -hmm. of these tests that they're doing, these personality testing questions that they're asking you are to get you to give them information about your past or maybe other people in your life or things that they can use against you if and when you decide that you're going to uh, not believe in Zeno whenever you're told. <laughs> Popsicle people. I love, uh, you know, when people. I was walking streets LA, he's like, Popsicle people, when he explains it, it's so funny. Uh, you know, the way that he does this, it's amazing. And by the way, you know, we do have new news on this. Uh, this is the New York Post, uh, published February 15th. Oh, 2023. What's the date today? Uh, I thought he was already, okay, this is, oh, this is served in labor trafficking lawsuit. Never mind. I thought this was recent news, Shady. Hang on one second. Yeah, there's news from today. Um, oh, that's February not the 5th. This is the one. So February 2nd, 2024. So Lisa Remini spends $10,000 to track down Scientology leader David Miscavige to serve him a harassment lawsuit. Uh, Leah Remini fired back at David Miscavige after Scientology leader said he had been not been served by the actress days after she said he has been. According to court document obtained by Radar Online, Remini asked L.A. Superior Court judge to deny recent motion brought by Miscavige. Uh, last year, Remini filed a bombshell lawsuit against Scientology and Miscavige. The actress was a member of the church from 79, 1979 to 2013. Following her exit, Remini slammed the church. She launched, uh, she launched a television show that focused on ex-members speaking out about Scientology's policies. In her suit, Remini claimed the church and its agents had conspired to ruin her professionally and uh, personally since she criticized Scientology, and that's what they call fair game. They've got a, a whole thing called fair game. 
All right. Uh, then you've got for the past 10 years, Remini has been stalked, surveilled, harassed, threatened, intimidated, and moreover, has been a victim of intentional, malicious, and fraudulent rumors via hundreds of Scientology controlled and coordinated social media accounts that exist solely to intimidate and spread misinformation. The suit read. Where have we heard stuff like that before, Shady? Jeff, that sounds like what is happening to us and our show. Yeah. And you all out there, you know, let's just be uh, all of yeah. you. So, Correct. Yeah. However, days later, Miscavige denied that he had been served properly. Remini had not bothered to serve Miscavige with the summons complaint. Instead, she sent her process server to purportedly attempt service to two Scientology related locations, neither of which are Mr. Miscavige's residence nor usual place of business. Remini seems to believe at her uh, statutory obligation to serve Miscavige can be sidestepped by unilaterally selecting any Church of Scientology or related organization around the world and throwing papers at a security guard. Miscavige lawyers wrote. Remini then hired another process server to serve Miscavige in uh, December. She said her server handed legal papers to a church staff member at the Church of Scientology International Building. Uh, this is uh, now in a newly filed motion. Remini asked the court to deny Miscavige's motion and order that he had been served with the lawsuit. She said there was no question he was served, her lawyer wrote. In concluding, in conducting this research, Remini became aware of Miscavige has a policy uh, and practicing of evading service of process, a practice he engages with the assistance of other Scientologists and their hired security personnel. Remini said that from August 2023 to December 2023, she made diligent efforts to locate Miscavige for personal service. She said her server made a total of 32 separate visits to nine different locations on 16 separate dates. The actress said she spent nearly 10K for the effort. Remini's motion read, quote, the multitude of documented service attempts upon Miscavige and numerous individuals involved in protecting him from service leaves zero doubt that Miscavige is not only aware of this lawsuit, but he's actively thwarting his legal obligation to play a role in it. Quote, the service dodging Miscavige and his agents in this matter is a con uh, continuation of his longstanding practice of electing procedural gamesmanship over participation in litigation, the motion added. Remini asked that the court rule Miscavige was served and has a response to the suit ASAP. Publicly, the, the not a church of Scientology denied all of Remini's claims of wrongdoing and called her suit propaganda. The church is not intimidated by Remini's latest act of blatant harassment and attempt to prevail tr uh, truthful free speech, a rep for the quote-unquote church said about the lawsuit. Yeah, all, this is very interesting because they've really never been able to land a, a, a process server like this for any particular one, and she's a very high-profile case and has a lot of, uh, a lot of people that, are, uh, that she's woken up to what's going on in Scientology that are supporting her, so they can't just, you know, push it aside and pretend like it's not going on. And now she's actually attained a court date. That's amazing. You know, it you, is. you know, if, if he's the president of an organization, you can't find him. Look, it, it works the same. It should. You're in his property of, of the organization that he's president to. This can get delivered to Miscavige. He's been served. I mean, that should be the rule, Shady. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe explain a little bit about what you were, uh, what we were talking about the other day with the uh, with his wife in the military base. Can you give a little synopsis of, of that? Yeah. So, uh, Michelle, what's her name again? Michelle Miscavige. Uh, it's Shelly Miscavige. She goes by. Shelly. Yeah. But that, you know, I kind of just found that interesting that that's, 
you know, where they ended up finding her signal. Yeah. So um, there's a new location discovered. Uh, let me get the images here. This is the image. Uh, Shelly Miscavige uh, re-registered to uh, vote in Petrolia, California in 2017. So there's a lot of people saying that she's gone. Uh, let me just actually find a, a good, a good, hang on one second. Let me actually find a good uh, document of it. It's, it's not giving me a good document. Hang on. Let me go ahead and save image as so I can blow it up for you guys. Okay. And there we go. So we do it live, Shady. This is what we do. We're doing Absolutely. it live. <laughs> and it's very interesting. Yep. Let me uh, move this over so I can see where it is. Okay. So here it is. So this is the uh, voter registration that was in 2017 in California, Michelle Diane Miscavige. And the road is uh, 23, uh, 23, uh, 23451 Matoli Road, Matol Road, Matoli Road, Petrolia, California, 955. Uh, eight. She's nonpartisan. Date of registration was eight six twenty seventeen. Now we think that 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 she was there getting getting a driver's license. People think that she's missing or and or possibly you know deceased, right? But this is where it came up in twenty seventeen that she actually voted shady. Now that location uh, is very interesting in and of itself, shady. Yeah, because it was uh it was actually identified as being on the base, right? Am I or maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe I missed that. I'm going to tell you in a second. I'm just having you buy time for me. I'm going to buy some time so that Jeff can get in the proper position to present exactly what it was that I asked him to present to you guys and put him on the spot. Got him out of his, uh, got him out of the box comfort a little bit for you. Out of comfort the comfort zone. zone. So we're now operating yeah. in comfort zone level four. <laughs> Phaeton. Phaeton. It, says, it sounds Phaeton. like Satan with the lift. Phaeton. It kind of does right, with the lift. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is the location. Okay, this is uh, there's uh, three buildings here, uh, maybe a couple little small outbuildings, but three kind of large buildings. One that uses maintenance, the, the big home, and another home because they always build a home. It's uh, three point six million. It's three beds, one bath, thirty two hundred square feet. Okay, they always put a home in there for uh, Dianetics guy, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. But you'll notice that um, it's very interesting. Uh, there's a YouTube video showing you know, what this is. Uh, it's very interesting. Let me grab that as well. Uh, where am I at here? I mean, it really is interesting to see how they're not willing to face people and to talk out directly whenever they're being accused and you've got to go run and hide. And, and a number of these different things seem like, you know, Oh, uh, L Ron Hubbard disappeared off the boat. Dave Miscavige has disappeared. Dave Miscavige's wife has disappeared. Like there's, there's a consistent theme going on there where, you know, where are people and, you know, are they alive or are they dead throughout Scientology? Yeah. Um, trying to find it here. It's, I had, it's so also, I've been, you know, doing a little bit of a dig here as well. So here is, this is drone footage of the Shelly Miscavige location. Hey, hey, Ron, hey, hey, where Ron. are you? All right, so hey, this hey, is the Zoom. sometimes as if everybody already knows what I'm talking about. So uh, CST base out north of Hemet in, right, in Riverside I get, County. I just wanted to get the actual uh, the actual drone footage, but uh, very interesting, guys. Like I said, 
Why in the world are they doing this? And and another thing that we have, you know, connected to Scientology is the military. A lot of people don't realize that L. Ron Hubbard was in the Navy. A lot of people don't realize that he was writing science fiction books and he had written four or five science fiction books that went absolutely nowhere before he came up with the Dianetics and this whole fiction that he wrote. Yes. You know? Because I mean, I mean, like it's kind of like you stand back and you look at it, you take, oh, uh, some guy in the Navy who is a writer and all of a sudden you're coming up with a brand new religion and presenting it to the world. Mm, do some, do some of your own thinking on that. All right. So this is a picture of the, uh, head entry into the vault. This is a vault. Okay. They built a vault in the ground to store their records. They don't do anything electronic. It's all paper based. Okay. Back here is where the underground base is. This is the head entry where the oxygen gets flown down, the entry into the vault, uh, and the vault is back here. And uh, this is where she's registered. Shelly Miscavige is registered at the Scientology Petrolia base. Uh, and this is a little bit of, uh, you know, what it looks like. So you're coming up on it. Uh, this is the base. There's the house right there. Uh, it's very, you know, it's... it's uh, let me just go here. This is where they show where they did the construction of the base right here, where these things, this is where the underground base is and it's filled in again, right? They built it. Uh, coming to see like the, the structures here. Um, there's an outbuilding right there. God knows what the heck that is over there. More construction materials. Uh, since then, this uh, has been, this base has been fully uh, done. So maybe she is actually, you know, uh, a caretaker for the underground base. Uh, that's that could be what is happening here as well, and that that would make sense. Yeah, here's a picture of the house that she could be living in. Oh, this is the head head building as well. This is where the underground base is. Pretty amazing, guys. Pretty isolated too out there. Yep, yeah, pretty isolated, and it's also uh, on a fault. So this is why they say that they're. This is how they say that their vaults are actually hurricane proof as well. So pretty interesting, and they've got bases. Uh, in Mexico and other places as well. But that's uh, that's the drone footage of the base, guys, of their vault, one of their vault, vault, vaults. It's called Petrolia Base. Pretty, and that's where Shelly Miscavige is actually registered to drive and vote as an independent. Pretty interesting. I think that's very interesting because you can see what they are, you know, you, you can see the architecture that they're setting up and it really isn't that much different than what we are looking at with all this other stuff. That's what you're seeing right there. It's not a lot different than what you see with the Epstein ranch down in New Mexico. You know, what are they doing here and what they are saying, what they are saying that they are doing to you and what they are doing are two completely different things. And a, a, a lot of this stuff that we've been talking about here on this show for the last four or five years really does seem to correlate with a number of their tactics with their whole targeting program, their ability to target people, their ability to call people up out of just seemingly nowhere to go harm someone, for instance, the uh, confident Chris we were talking about in hour number one, you know, like the, yeah. isn't that odd that the LAPD rolls up, does a, he gets a wellness check. Somebody gives a wellness check on him. So LAPD rolls up, he has a conversation with them only to just a few minutes later, be a, a, assaulted by a person on the street who was, did not look like a homeless person, like some sort of random act of violence. It seemed like someone that they sent out to harm him. Yeah. 
And, you know, so if you've heard of Scientology, you know, Snow White was the operation that we were talking about earlier. Uh, operation Snow White was a criminal conspiracy by the Church of Scientology during the 70s to purge unfavorable records about Scientology and its founder, L. Ron Hubbard. This project included a series of infiltrations and thefts uh, from one 36 government agencies, <laughs> uh, foreign uh, embassies and consulates, as well as private organizations critical of Scientology and carried out by the church members in more than 30 countries. Quote, it was one of the largest infiltrations of the United States government in history with up to 5,000 covert agents. 5,000. Yeah, that's not a joke, guys. Uh, and then, you know, it's uh, we go back and look at that. Uh, What's very interesting as well is uh, we were asked at one time what firm was contracted to conduct the renovations at the Obama White House. Uh, come to find out, this is the CEO of Durable Restoration Company, Michael Chan, uh, who does a lot of old time biz, uh, you know, uh, building. Uh, the, he does a lot of the, um, you know, upgrades because, you know, when you're doing uh, historic, you know, buildings, you have to have certain credentials and this guy has them. And he's actually a, uh, he's basically one of the uh, top public officials in Scientology, but he doesn't work directly for them, except maybe for redoing their properties at the Durable Restoration Corporation. Also, interesting to note that Donald J. Trump thinks Scientology should lose tax exemption. I agree with that. Wow, right? Yeah. So, you know, this is, this is, you know, where we're at, guys. And, you know, we were talking about L. Ron Hubbard and Aleister Crowley again. Scientologists don't care about this, but let's listen to L. Ron Hubbard in his own words. Guys, check it out. Uh, he could simply say, I have action. Uh, magician. Uh, the magic cults of the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th centuries in the Middle East were fascinating. The only modern work that has anything to do with them is trifle wild in spots, but it's fascinating work in itself, and that's work written by Alastair Crowley, the late Alastair Crowley, my very good friend. And uh, he, he did himself a splendid uh, piece of aesthetics built around those magic cults. Uh, it's a very interesting uh, reading to get a hold of a copy of a book, quite rare, but it can be obtained. The Master Therion, T-H-E-R-I-O-N, The Master Therion by Alastair Crowley. He signs himself The Beast, The Mark of the Beast, 666. <laughs> Very, very something or other. Yeah. Very, very something or other is right, Shady Groove. Yeah. Very something or the other. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah, we, yeah. We get it. Yeah. So, you know, they don't care about this, but you know what? I kind of do. I mean, it's, you know, uh, but people don't realize, you know, I, I don't think they realize how big this organization is. They, we showed you last week, and I'll, I'll just bring this article up one more time, Shady, uh, for the sake of anybody new here. Um, Aaron, that A.A. Ron, growing up in Scientology, lives right here in Clearwater, okay? Um, and basically, you know, he's walking the streets. This, is, this used to be what they had. Now, there was an operation that Scientology had is to uh, uh, go after Shady Group. They, they went after the mayor of Clearwater because they were once denied to buy property there and um, they got their way by fair game, guys. This is now uh, what's, what looks like, if you look at the buildings highlighted, you're seeing, um, this is 2017, this is uh, 
controlled by parishioners gained by they, they began buying retail property at an unprecedented rate. That's 2017. Okay. Uh, here we go again. Look at this. There's more. They doubled the church's footprint in less than three years, guys. This is the impact. The impact is the clearest in the heart of downtown Clearwater. This is downtown Clearwater right here. Look at this. Okay. Take away the church footprint, and there's only, that's what's left of downtown Clearwater, Shady Grove. Everything else. In other words, that's, is that's what's not owned by Scientology. Correct. Right. Correct. And, you know, this again, this article is old, so they're also doing more. But then, you know, if you work down Cleveland Street, which is the, you know, downtown's main artery, this is where we're going. We're going to take a walk down their street, and all the buildings that come up highlighted are actually Scientology buildings, guys. Look at this. Look at that. It's crazy. 22 of the first 33 buildings now 22 of the first 33 buildings now have ties to Scientology. Look at that. So the Church of Scientology and companies run by its members spent 103 million over the past 3 years buying up its vast sections of downtown Clearwater. They now own the most commercial property on every block within walking distance of the waterfront, putting the secretive church family in control of the area's future. Most sales have not previously been reported. The Tampa Bay Times discovered them by reviewing more than 1,000 deeds and business records, then interviewed more than 90 people to reconstruct the circumstances surrounding the transactions. Every, even city leaders said they didn't know the full extent of the purchases until they were shown the maps created by the Times. The church is uh, and its members and companies control and own 185 properties that cover 101 acres in the center of town. Half the properties were bought since January 2017. The land grab has started uh, as tensions grew between the church and the Clearwater City Council. Each had proposed major redevelopment projects designed to lure new business into empty storefronts surrounded the city-owned waterfront and the church's spiritual headquarters. Then the council interfered, and the land deal that Scientology demanded for its plan, the church stopped communicating with the city. Almost immediately, a decades-long trickle of purchases by church members turned into a flood. There's 2016 compared to 2019. So Clearwater is dead, guys. There is This is a uniform member of Scientology. This is a Sea Org member walking along Fort Harrison, pausing, passing a vacant restaurant. You know, it's 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 pretty bad there, guys. This is the Bill Horn guy that they attacked, Shitty Groove. Um, this is their building. This is their international spiritual headquarters uh, anchored by the flag building on the left. It's the first Scientology city. This is Cleveland Street. This is what, you know, this is what a cult looks like, guys. Wow. And I got I got that list pulled up, Jeff. Can I uh, let me show let me show that real quick. The uh, list yep. of operations. This is uh, Wikipedia. You guys can go check this out if you'd like. But Jeff was talking about the Operation Snow White. I'd like to bring your attention also to uh, go back and look at those Snow White drops in the Q-Post. They're very interesting now thinking about this. And also, Jeff, the picture with Elvis and Donald Trump came at 519, which was the first sec test post. But look at this, guys. This is, this is interesting. List of Guardian's office operations. Number one, Guardian's office caught my <laughs> attention immediately. But talking about this being established between 66 and the early 80s, the Guardian's office carried out numerous covert operations and programs against a range of perceived opponents of Scientology. And he kind of goes through here and he gives a, a list in uh, Operation Big Mouth, planned devised to discredit Nathan Dodal, a U.S. Uh, attorney who was representing the government in cases involving Scientology. Operation Bulldozer Leak, they're naming their operations just like some sort of other yeah. <laughs> operators out there. 
Uh, that, that was to spread the rumor that L. Ron Hubbard wasn't actually in charge of Scientology. Operation Bunny Bust to uh, mount against Beth or Bet Orsini, a reporter at the St. Pete Times in Florida, probably digging into, oh yeah, some of the stuff with the uh, Internal Revenue Service. And you just kind of scroll through here. Operation Cat. I immediately thought of Dead Cat Bounce. Operation Chaos Leak. Uh, for the U.S. Department of Justice and Drug Enforcement by leaking confidential DOJ internal report on the DOA. So they operate by leaking things from the DOJ that shouldn't be leaked. Boy, that sure does seem familiar. Um, Operation China Shop. And I'll just show you, you know, just scroll through. We don't have to, you want to go read them, you can kind of read them. Your own. Operation Cutthroat, uh, Operation Daniels and Dynamite, uh, Operation Devil's Wop, Operation Fickle, Proposed plan to attack Eugene Patterson. So these are operations against people. These are fair game, quote, operations against human beings that are speaking out against Scientology or about the uh, cult itself. And so they have this whole world of networks and uh, the, the, the Operation mm-hmm. Funny Bowl. I mean, you could just keep going. Operation Hydra. Drop that link in there. Uh- Drop that link because we're about ready to head out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed our show. If you're new to this channel because you saw Jessica on here, welcome. Welcome to the channel. Please subscribe. Rumble.com slash MG show. Shady, what a, what a show. Scientology. Yes, sir. Not in, Unbelievable, not guys. Digging deeper. We got the, we got the little guy. We got the younger generation out there, Jeff. They're doing something productive. We're proud yes. to highlight it. And the, and the truth is bad enough, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. Thursday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, happy Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. Love you guys. <laughs> and just like I've told you for many, many years, you don't have to lie about things. You don't have to sensationalize them. You don't have to make anything up. You don't have to invent figures. The truth is bad enough. The truth's bad enough. And if you tell the truth, you have credibility. And credibility means people will listen to you. Credibility means things will be tended to. When you lie and people find out that you're lying, and it's easy, it is so easy to discover. Then you have no credibility. You become a liar. You become somebody with no confidence factor. You become a rumor monger. You become a, wow, a minion of the old who was it? Oh, who was it that was billed as the uh, great deceiver? Hmm, I wonder who that was. See, whenever you spread a rumor, whenever you tell a lie, whenever you stretch the truth or sensationalize something, and I don't care what the reason is that you do it, you become an ally of the great deceiver. <laughs> Somebody called him Heinrich Himmler. Somebody else called him Lucifer. Somebody else called him Satan. You can call him anybody you want. But listen to me very carefully. He's not anybody I want around me. His minions are not anybody that I want to know or be associated with or hear from. His minions and allies and supporters are not the people that I care about. You understand?
to be on his side, stay the hell away from me. Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't reference me. Don't email me. I don't want anything to do with you. If you're a spreader of rumors and lies and disinformation and sensationalization and all of this other bullshit. Do you hear me, sheeple? I don't know why it makes people so angry. You know, if all get off your butts and do the same research that I do, you would know the same things that I know, and you shouldn't be angry or jealous or upset. What you should be is thankful for having forewarning so that you can act upon it. But do you ever act upon anything? Have you ever? Will you ever? That's the question. That is the hinge upon which the door to the future operates. You don't know that. You don't give a damn, probably. Because to oil the hinge and make the door work and make it all better, you got to get up off your ass and do something. Oh, heaven forbid you have to do that. Oh, my goodness, you might even have to take some kind of personal risk. You might even get on somebody's list. Oh, people might even start to respect you because you cease to become worthless. Much respect to the live streamers protesting. Uh, Oh, who am I to dream like that? Ah, Come on, Bill. I mean, you know, you're really getting away with yourself here, dreaming like that. Come on. Come on, Bill. Get real. Let's go. www.mg.show. Boom.